Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Villains. 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 I put an extra I in there for fun. Ah, ah, Villains. <laughs> Villains. You're right. You're right. It, it is a lot of fun saying that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing villains this yeah, week. Yeah, we, we're going to do some villain stories. You've all seen a villain story. Yeah. You've seen Despicable Me, or you've seen Yucker. Yucker, or uh, the Cruella de Vil movie. Yeah. Where we take a classic villain mm-hmm. and just make him not so villainous. Or make a brand new villain. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Megamind. Yeah. And uh, try and tell, and, and you know, try and tell the story of their villainous escapades, but make them lovable in the process. I did that. You did that. Look it up, IMDb. Oh yeah, Go you, did, you did do Megamind. I you did, did do Megamind. Yeah, Tom McGrath did direct Megamind. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. done. Don't question it. Don't. <laughs> so you're an expert. Yeah, don't don't look that up any further. <laughs> in fact, when you see my name on the IMDb. Uh, page for Megamind. <laughs> Don't look at the picture. Don't look at the picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although, um, although this is an audio medium. Or do look at the do picture at the and picture. then don't look up Tom from Life's a Pitch podcast. No, d- don't look up my IMDb page. Yeah, yeah. That because there is one. Yep. There is an IMDb page for me. For you. Yeah, with two films. Doesn't on it. have a picture though. It doesn't have a picture. No. no. <laughs> I probably should add a picture on there. I think you should just start claiming credit for for things that other Tom McGrath has forgotten he did. <laughs> Madagascar, yeah, penguins of Madagascar, yeah, like yeah. The, you know the really low rent ones. Yeah, they're like how many sequels did Madagascar get? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we've gotten off topic. Yeah, we've gotten off topic. We're doing villains, so yeah, it's quite a quite a recent trend. Yeah. of villain stuff. I think it's been done a lot in the past. Yeah, but, but recently it's been applied to the model you were talking about which is to say a well-known cultural pop culture icon villain yeah that we then twist it around and make them oh we're doing modern storytelling now where no one's really the villain it's just a really upsetting situation yeah people love game of thrones maybe we can have it so that uh when jafar is trying to take over the entirety of agrabah he's actually just representative of a different political power and he was brought up to believe that his people are more important than those people like it's not true, but if, if we, if we say it is, Bob Iger <laughs> from the Disney Company. Yeah, uh, if if we say it's true, then people will have to take us seriously about it. Yeah, exactly. And it, it like uh, for a moment there, you said <laughs> Game of Thrones, Jafar. I was like, wait, hang on, <laughs> Jafar isn't in Game of Thrones. No, he's not. But if you tell Jafar's story like yeah. it's Game of Thrones, where everyone and no one is a villain. Yeah, uh, like people love the Lannisters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But people loved them. They they were like, they was the best people. Yeah. But Weird. Yeah. It's an anti-hero story. Yeah. But then they've gone, right, okay, so we've got these villains that are definitely villains. Yeah. Unredeemable people. Yeah. Let's do their origin <laughs> story to how they got to be that let's, irredeemable let's, person. Let's try and make a more empathetic version. But, we, but which doesn't, because like you can try and make an empathetic villain, or you can try and justify... A really bad villain's actions. 
Yeah. And that's the thing that the second... <laughs> that, that's what the latest series have been doing, right? Yeah, yeah. You can make sympathetic villains, for instance, right? Moana. Yeah. Right? There's no real villain in that. <laughs> the main villain is essentially seen to be, oh, it's all right. It was just forces of nature. We just... It was just a problem. Um, uh, Encanto. Which is, yeah. is a great example, right? Any villains in that are not villains. Yeah. Right? Um, it, by the end of the movie. And, and they're barely thought of as villains throughout the movie. Mm. It's just conflict. Yeah. Whereas, when you get, like, the Joker and you get uh, Cruella and stuff mm. like that, they're not trying to make less, like, more empathetic villains. They're trying to justify the actions of the villain. Yeah. Like, it, and so it's, it becomes this sort of thing where, like, they've got to paint a more nihilistic version of the world. Why does Cruella want to skin 101 <laughs> dots? We're really interested to know. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> as a people. Let's make a kid's film about a woman who, like, the, the reasons behind why she wants to do that. <laughs> we need to put more empathy into filmmaking nowadays. So yeah. we're going to ask why does Cruella want to skin 101 dogs? Uh, okay, let's pitch some... Uh, let's pitch some movies. So um, we asked you for, for villainous titles for movies that don't exist yet. Yep. Um, and you delivered on uh, on social media, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter, we are at Life's a Pitch Show. If you want to give us titles any time of the week, you can do. Just throw them up and say, oh, pitch this one, please, if you can. Yeah. And we'll try and get around to if it. If you dare. If you dare. If you dare. But uh, we do ask for a specific genre on Friday, which is voted by our patrons. Yes. The genres. So uh, on, on Wednesday, we put out a genre poll yes. on our Patreon page, which we'll get to later. And then uh, and then we uh, we ask for film titles on Fridays. Yes. So yeah, if you want to get involved with that, you can do. If you're listening to this, oh, I've got so many ideas for film titles. Yeah. Please get in touch with us there alright so from Ross Originals we've got Only Doom Never the Groom <laughs> Only Doom Never the Groom okay nailed the title this week Ross <laughs> fucking good title yeah very good title okay so I feel like we're in the 1960s yeah right and Danny Doom is um, <laughs> like just looking for love yeah yeah right all his friends are getting married yeah yeah, yeah. and um, he's single he, he's not even met anyone Yes, no, well, he does, he keeps having, you know, going on dates, yeah. getting c- close to the point, and then women are like, I can't be called Doom. Yeah, I can't be called Deborah. I can't take your second name. I can't be called Deborah Doom. Deborah Von Doom, no. Yeah, I can't, I can't, and it's the 60s, so of course the only option is when you get married to take your husband's surname. Yeah. Um, I can't be called Deborah Von Doom. <laughs> no. Um, and I think I think part of that is because like Danny Von Doom's family have always trended towards the dark industry. Yeah, yeah. Right, like um, you know the, the dark industry, crime. Yeah, uh, crime <laughs> and immoral stuff. Right. I I, oh, I quite like that it's it's not full on organised crime. Yeah, no. But it is like it's white collar crime. It's. It's not yet. Yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, we're, we're we're both talking about um, Christopher Walken from Batman Returns. Okay. Um, sort of like a, a his dad's a sort of like you know a very 
callous, mm. calculating rich man. Okay. You know? Yeah. Who's yeah. got no scruples whatsoever. He's unscrupulous, you know? Yeah. Danny's trying to get out from under his shadow and just find love and be a good person, but everyone's looking at his family name and, 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 and he's like, I don't want to be... I don't want to have people, like, sneaking into uh, my office late at night trying to rifle through my uh, through my things to find some some evidence of corruption in the government yeah that's yeah. not what I want yeah maybe if I go to the change of name office <laughs> and change it there yeah so he does that mm-hmm. <laughs> we are now dealing with Mr. Danny Chaos <laughs> <laughs> That he thought it, he thought it'd be pronounced Chows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but everyone Chows. You know, it's Italian. Yeah, D- Danny Chows. Danny no, Chows. No, no. no um, everyone, everyone just reads it for what it is, yep. which is Danny Chaos. <laughs> I'm not Danny Chaos. He says he pushes pushes a ladder over and knocks over like five window cleaners. I want to be Danny different. <laughs> I want to be Danny different. Why? Why be Danny different? Why? <laughs> I want to be Danny different from that. Uh, so, okay. Even though he's changed his name, people keep on associating him with his family, right? So he has to resolve to bring down his family. Yeah. Right? He's like, I, my dad keeps on making machines to block out the sun. You know? He's, he's Mr. Burnsing all over the place, right? Yeah. Lives in a volcano. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's like, I'm going to have to bring them down so that there is not the injustice that will lead to people thinking about that. Even if I change my name to Chow's, people still know where I'm from when I bring them to meet my family. Yeah. So I have to destroy my father's business empire from the ground up. And to do so, he uses some money, just a small loan from his father. Yeah, of a million dollars. A million dollars. Yeah to to um undercut his dad yeah you know to 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 disrupt the market on evil yeah um he's... all the while he keeps getting invited to weddings and not being the groom <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't quite know what like there's no direction for this there's yeah. gotta be a crux here where it's such a good title it's such a good title always doom never the groom like as he starts growing this this business mm. right he's seeing his friends who are all also quite privileged yeah but you don't have that reputation Mm. right he's seeing them do worse and worse things as they sort of like they're all in a similar situation they just don't have the association with evil that his family have yeah right and he's like i can't believe they're getting away with it Mm. right they found these people who like them for who they are and that yet here they are after that just becoming just as evil as anyone in my family yeah right and as he's as he's doing that he starts like trying to buy out their companies and stuff and like uh, kind of bankrupt to them yeah right um and and then he's he's down at the end yeah right well close to the end yeah just goes you know he's walking yeah (laughs) It's it, it's uh, Danny Dyer is the main character. Yeah. It's Christopher Walken. It's like you know, Danny. Me and your ma fell in love when we realized we had mutual respect for one another. You have no respect for anyone. This is why you try and bring down my business and everyone else's business. You put in a lot of effort. <laughs> 
But if you if you put in so much effort, you come back here to Mount Doom. <laughs> Mount Doom. The volcano I live in. <laughs> The the the, mo- the volcano layer I've built for myself from the ground up. I was I was a little boy, and I have five cents to my name, <laughs> and I put it. I made an investment in the bank, and then grew my own hotel chain, Doom Hotels. <laughs> I had five cents to my name, so I made an investment. I invested it into the bank, and then blew up the bank. <laughs> and then I invested it in buying a little <laughs> potato gun, which I disguised as a regular gun. <laughs> Held up the bank. They didn't realize, so they gave me a load of money, which I invested in legitimate interests. In the bank. In the bank. <laughs> I, I left, came back with my money, and invested into the same bank. But then, I gained mutual respect for everyone who I was working with. This is fast going into Arnie. Um, <laughs> working with. And so, when I fell in love with Yamaha, we just had only, only respect for each other. What you're doing is just bringing down other people's businesses. And what you should be down. doing, what you, what you should be doing is lifting people up. Because that is how you become a groom and not just a doom. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he realizes that he's been, he's been bringing people down around him. Yeah. And he's at the verge of the point where he's about to like to short sell all these companies he's part invested in. Yeah. Right. He has the the power in the stock market to, <laughs> to send them all under. You right. know how we said like whenever we go to like a legal battle, yeah, it is there, gets is there, boring. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to extend that to the playing stock the stock market. Sure, all right. Yeah, Although yeah, the big yeah. short has proved, and, yeah. and and twelve angry men has proved <laughs> that legal battles can be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> it works for everything. <laughs> I agree, especially but, not a, a high concept film about the a supervillain. Being is that he's got a button that can make all these companies go under. Okay, yeah, right. Everyone yeah. will be fired. Everyone will have to go home. It's a button. Yeah, it it's got in the background. There's lots of ticker tape going on. It's a big red button that says fire. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, what it means is not fire a rocket, but fire everyone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very much like uh, he's gonna aggressively take over these businesses and then fire everyone at them yeah including his old old friends and he decides not to do that um instead he presses a different red button next to it that says fire which fires a load of rockets <laughs> at those businesses competitors oh no i got the wrong fucking one <laughs> he fires a load of rockets at his businesses competitors yeah um as his friends businesses competitors uh making giving them a monopoly on the market yeah and uh, meanwhile not meeting anyone no he's not there there are no romantic interests in this movie (laughs) yeah but his friends gather around him yeah and uh, they say you don't need to be a groom but we respect you as a doom yeah 
You and, just need to be our friend. You need to be you. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's it. It's kind of like a, a weird sort of like he starts off as not a villain, but yeah. then becomes a villain, and then and then goes back to yeah, not being a villain. Goes back to not being a villain. Yeah, yeah. After after he's killed loads. Of I mean, people. he's still a villain. Yeah, he is yeah, still a villain. But he has respect. Yeah. Like in this world, the world is set up to such an extent that you can fire everyone at a company with a big red button. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a world world that like you know we see a lot of consequences. No. It's it's a world in which it's a charmed life. Yeah, yeah. Leads, in a way. Yeah. Um, we we just we we show the world to be like unfair at its very core. Of course. Um. Uh. And um. And if that if that isn't the true reflection of the real world, then I don't know what is. Uh, other reflections of the real world. Probably, yeah. <laughs> if, if if that's not, then something else probably is. That's what Christopher Walken says. Yeah. If this isn't a reflection of the real world. I don't know what is. That's what he says. Certainly not other reflections of the real world. As he's falling into lava yeah. at the end. <laughs> take, take this ring. It's my ring that we got married with. And, and the ring's just falling yeah, yeah. into the lava <laughs> of, of Mount Doom. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Always the doom, never the groom. Yeah, there we are. So from Tomasz Trotikowski, who got the inkjet printer. <laughs> That is a one of the biggest villains of my life. Oh yeah, uh, is 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 a printer that just like because it was on a shelf for a bit now doesn't print no matter how much ink you put in it. Yeah, or it sneaks into your in, into your life with a low loss leading uh, equipment price and then gouges you for ink later. This is this is like Fight Club, right? Yeah, as in this printer is is just so bored by the monotony of daily life living in this office. Yeah. It's it's a Pixar movie. Okay. It's, it's a very very dark Pixar movie <laughs> about an inkjet printer who is constantly being used. Yep. In the office, mm-hmm. used and abused, like punched and stuff like that. I keep saying out of sign. Yeah. Out, like it's like I just need a thirty seconds to to sort of get back to what I'm doing. And they're like no. And, then, and so it's like, I'm out of cyan ink. And they're like, no, you're fucking not. You're not out of cyan ink. I can't find the paper. No, you can find the paper. The paper's right there. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm just I, tired. Yeah. I, the real I'm, answer, the real error code is that I'm tired. <laughs> I am burnt out. Yeah. I've been doing this job too long. <laughs> And now it's your, it's your turn to pay. So I, I think, right, this printer yeah. has seen a lot of shit yeah. in this office. I think I think it starts printing out personal files. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, sort of like nudes from the boss or like <laughs> emails where he's talking about people's pay and cutting it. Yeah, yeah. So like he, he, this printer is constantly printing out personal yeah. details like in in the in like the most convenient scenarios yeah, yeah, yeah. so like like I, I think um he uh, he takes a photo of of this couple having sex in the break room or whatever and prints that out wait the, the printer takes a photo yeah is yeah. it is it a, is it, it, a, is it, it, it on arms and legs it and stuff? scans it scans the room <laughs> okay <laughs> It's just like it's dark in the office. Yeah. And then suddenly you have this one line that goes like just <laughs> like across the, across the entire room. They were like, what's and, that? And Nothing. Like, Let's ah, keep on broken, having sex. It's just a broken printer. Let's just keep on having sex. Eh? Yeah. And then the printer prints it out the next next morning. I'm like, oh, that was my wife. 
Well, you can you can you can have a sort of you could even have the sort of like oh these people are sending stuff to each other and then they're connecting to the to the pr- printer with their personal devices and it's oh of, yeah like, it's on the details on there yeah I guess on that the would menu be how of what to print yeah I so. mean it, I like the I like it, it's all dark and then suddenly you just have the printer <laughs> and then the the, 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 pr- the printer can somehow like three D render the entire office with them having sex in it yeah that is how that works um uh, is is an inkjet printer so uh i think is, is that what it is the inkjet printer yeah the inkjet yeah. printer so i think it gets thrown out yeah. eventually oh no right? thrown, thrown out of the office um and, and 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 put in like a uh a, a trash can yeah um but then like someone pulls it out and starts uh like wanting to print uh, money with it you know, they start pulling pulling yeah. pieces apart, right? Yeah. Uh, like out of the, they fish it out of the trash can at the back of the office. They start pulling out uh, component parts. Yeah. Its main module, they they plug into a lot of other things, right? Oh yeah. And it is, and it's like for, to take new pe- new kinds of paper. It's to to emboss things onto stuff and and that sort of thing. Uh, and and one of them is it just needs to to make counterfeit money. It needs to have a very high pressure like bit of ink that can just like you know properly uh, inject ink into into uh, the paper yeah um but like it's back where it was yeah you know it gets flashbacks to to being overworked in the office it's being overworked now yeah. and so when ray winston goes and, and hunkers down next to it and says oh you're gonna make me loads of money it just gets its uh, high pressure ink and just blasts him in the face with it oh. boring a hole right through his eyeball oh god yeah he's blind now oh. um and uh and 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 it runs off <laughs> Because now it's got more moving parts. This this inkjet printer, I'm getting sort of a vibe of you know that cooker from A Grand Day Out, the Watson Gromit movie. Yes, the cooker that's just inexplicably on the moon yeah. that has dreams yes. of being a skier. Yeah. Yes. It kind of yeah. It's kind of it's reminded kind of like me of that. that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we make this an Ardman situation <laughs> yeah. with with the sex scene involved. Yeah. <laughs> The first Ardman animation with a sex scene. Hey, I, I've seen a stop motion animated film with a sex scene in it, and boy, is it awkward. <laughs> yeah, boy, let's do is it. it weird. Let's do it. Yeah. That's how this this movie's going on. And I think um, is it a happy ending? I think it just just gets unplugged. Yeah, just gets yeah, unplugged in again. <laughs> it goes. It's got to go on a rampage, right? Cause it's yeah, a yeah. Right, so it's just going on a rampage, like blasting ink everywhere. Everyone's slipping because it's like oil. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's got itself onto the back of a, like a a go kart and is like using the, the the concentrated ink to uh and uh then it tries to refill the ink and of course the the corporation won't let it get any, so it kills everyone at the corporation and, yeah. and takes all the ink from. So it's got an infinite supply of ink. I, I love how the inkjet printer could have killed everyone in the in the office. But is still running the business yeah. by printing off a load of documents. <laughs> yeah, it's like no one needed to work here. Yeah, this printer could have done everything. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. There we have it. That was the inkjet printer. So, from Cameron Lead Pogonologist, we've got Dracula Donor Drive. Dracula Donor, I love that. <laughs> so, Count Dracula. Yeah, a lot uh, of law with Count. There's Dracula. a lot of law with Count Dracula. Yeah. Um, he lives in a house. That's yep. a bit of law. Yes, he um, is. Yeah, he does. He in in Transylvania. Yeah, he's very much a very powerful 
noble, rich person. Yeah. It's quite difficult to make him the underdog in any way. Yeah. But maybe he's just gonna he wants to use that mm. for good. He's very familiar with blood. Oh. He wants to help people. No. No. This is a philanthropist that has a ta- that gets a taste for human blood. Okay, so this is a this is a philanthropist like also just happens to be called Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. No, <laughs> I, I, I like that the uh, we we market to this movie right yeah. on the fact that it's got Dracula in. Yeah. It. Although I don't I, is Dracula public domain? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just take the Dracula name. Yeah. Market this completely different story, pretty much. Dracula. Doctor Acula. Yeah, Doctor Acula. Doctor Acula. He's running a blood drive in, yeah. in the Transylvanian hospital. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's this rich, rich man. Yeah. Uh, when, who... when are we? When are we? So um, it's, it's modern day. Modern day. Okay. Yeah, modern day. He's he's running a he's running a a, a hospital, and it's like blood drive. Let's let's like there's. Loads of people who need blood out there, guys. Come on. Yeah. Come on, village. Transylvanian village. <laughs> Give your blood to, to help the other people in the next village over who are having, having a really bad time with wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's they modern keep, day. They keep, they keep, <laughs> they keep getting ra- random mountain mountain lions keep turning up and, and tearing them to pieces. They need tr- blood transfusion really badly. Come on. Come on. Come up, come up to the hospital on the mountain. Yep. <laughs> it's just this... Like this winding road up to the hospital, yeah, um, which is miles away from the village, and has like tall spires yeah. and stuff. Like, <laughs> lightning strikes the top of one of them. Yeah, yeah, there we are. Uh, constant <laughs> power cuts because of all the lightning. Um, but yeah, he's having a. <laughs> is that guy trying to? He's on a, in a helicopter trying to land on the top of the, on the roof. <laughs> the lightning's coming down. Like, jeez. <laughs> I'm just trying to rescue this guy from a mountain. So, Dr. Acula, yeah. he's like, everyone, everyone, come up to my hospital. We do blood <laughs> drive for the rest of country. It'd be great. You've all got such nice veins. <laughs> and so he's doing a blood drive, and it's like, everyone's like, oh, bloody Dr. Acula. He's always doing so much good to the community. <laughs> and I think um, after the blood drive, he's like, he... Um, well, his his chef, yeah, the hospital chef, yes, accidentally mixes up some stuff, mixes up yeah. some blood instead of the tomato sauce, and and Doctor Acula's on, he's got a a condition, mm. right, which is to say, uh, he takes medication, but the problem with the medication is it kills his sense of taste, yeah, uh, but when it wears off, it resets his taste buds, yeah, right, and it makes him makes him like like the taste of whatever it is he's, he, he has there and then like oh god this is Igor <laughs> chef <laughs> yeah at the, at the Dr. Acula hospital yeah. in Transylvania <laughs> yes master I mean doctor <laughs> yes doctor uh, uh, and and, and uh, like he's he's just kind of this thing's worn off and he's like yeah. oh this is the best thing I've ever tasted make this more and like, then Igor goes back and he's like oh I forgot I didn't realize this wasn't ketchup. Yes. This is human blood. But if I tell him that I lose my... I lose my job as this... as as a a Michelin chef. (laughs) 
oh god this is making me so worried <laughs> and then he starts sort of hunching his shoulders yeah, over yeah, he's, he's got his tension starts <laughs> mounting in his shoulders <laughs> over the course of the uh, like oh my god who's playing who's playing Igor uh, Daniel Radcliffe Dan- it does feel like a Daniel Radcliffe vibe we've, I feel like we've cast him a lot yeah but uh, like it, like he can do that yeah so you just see over the course it's the sort of thing he'd do isn't it yeah yeah over the course of this movie his he, he, you see him get more and more tense and yeah. his shoulders go further and further up yeah and I think like he puts the ketchup in yeah and Dr. Aki is like this is horrible Igor yeah what what are you doing make make, make what you made last time he's like you, you won't like it sir you won't like where I got the ingredients he's like where did you get the ingredients from what the voice is this yeah uh, where did you get the ingredients from Igor I accidentally put a, a vial of human blood in into the mixture for the bolognese. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, there's a lot of it going around and it was very tasty. I think, I think, make this more empathetic. Yeah. Igor tries to hide it for longer. Yes. By just using more blood. Yeah. Right? So Igor, he's now got into it. And, and then I think to make this work uh, emotionally, mm. Dr. Acula finds out at the same time as the world. He's a monster. He finds out he's a monster exactly the point at which the world finds out he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's gotten used to drinking blood. I think there needs to be a point yeah. in which like, there's a, there's a turning point where he finds out and he makes the decision to run more blood drives. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay, so maybe someone else finds out at the same time. Maybe we have a yeah. romantic interest who finds out at the same time and and and, and runs away. Um, so like he gets this taste for human blood, yeah. And then like when when one of the villagers comes up for for like a a, a night in with Doctor Acula yeah. at the hospital, yes. Like she accidentally cuts herself, yeah, on like a test tube or whatever, and she's mm. like, he's like, oh, let me get the ba- bandage. For that, you smell very incredible. Smell, you smell so. I think it's a date, taste because yeah. that's a, that's core to Dracula, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a date. I think it's um, who's the woman, like the bride of Dracula, uh, person. Um, I don't know the law very well, <laughs> despite having been to the Dracula experience like twice <laughs> today. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, but like, if like the the person who will eventually become bride of uh, bride of Dracula, right? Yeah, one of the wives of Dracula. Yeah, because I think she's also been eating this thing, and she's like, "What's that?" And as she's doing so, she accidentally cuts herself. Yeah, yeah. throwing throwing it away or or something. Mm. Um, on this very sharp fork that Igor has provided. Or like the, the she slips with a knife. Yeah, yeah on yeah. the blood and yes. just like cuts her, cuts her arm. Um, and uh, and yeah, like that. And then he's like, "Oh, you smell incredible!" And then yeah. she discovers, she discovers that it's blood. Yeah, same time as as him yeah. she's like what is in this Igor and he's like ah, boy, it's... <laughs> I've been making so... <laughs> by this point he's yeah. just sort of so hunched over with worry yes that... <laughs> <laughs> that it, like he's 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 getting like styes on his eyes so one's like really yeah, really small yeah. and the other is so Huge. wide yeah. to compensate <laughs> he's losing hair yeah. over it <laughs> it's just this halfway to the eagle we know um, so <laughs> I think at the same time uh, Dr. Acula is starting to um, like uh, attract he's, he's, he's 
he's heard that women nowadays like like big collars. Yeah, uh, like big collars, but also because he's got so much blood on his white lab coat yeah, that he's, he's starting to just to wear a black coat. Yeah, but the blood, the in, the lining is still white. <laughs> the lining is red. The lining's still white, but it's gone red. <laughs> Oh, I love this. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, she runs away. She goes back to the village. Yeah. She's not going to tell anyone because they were still in love. Yeah. Right? Um, but she's like, I can't believe you're a monster. You know, like, what the hell? Mm. And then eventually, she'll be the method by which they, the, the people find out. Yeah. He's made the conscious choice that like, oh, he's lost me everything, but I, I you know, I, I can't, I'm not going to stop now. Yeah. You know, uh, like... Uh, she'll see that I'm I'm doing good, even mm. if I take a little bit to my, for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll show her that these are still these are still good good things. Um, uh, no, even he might even say I'm not going to eat it anymore. Not not eating blood anymore. That's me done. Yeah, yeah. That's me completely done with eating blood. I'm just going to do the another drive to show her how nice a th- philanthropist I am. But then she's like. He's getting, he's doing that to get more blood. Yeah. She doesn't trust him. So she tells someone. Yeah. Right? So at the blood drive, right? He's got people like down on 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 uh, on, on chairs. Yeah. And um not a lot of people know this, Tom. Yeah. But when you drink human blood, yeah. you gain psychic power. <laughs> <laughs> and you're to fly and turn into a bat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I did wonder where that would come in to yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean unless you have any ideas as to how that would be achieved in another way <laughs> I'm not sure I can I reckon Dr. Acker could always do that <laughs> he could always do that yeah yeah okay um, hang uh, on no, no, we go for a uh, we go for a sort of Scarlet Witch in, in Marvel Universe kind yeah. of thing is like she always had the power within but it was awakened it was awakened when when Dracula when, started when drinking drank, blood because drink yeah. it, it's a long line of, of nobles and yeah, there's like yeah. there is a little bit of talk yeah. but it's not about him having a dark family history yeah. but they never really like he, he never read up on it that sort of thing yeah. anyway when some the police come in He's like, oh no 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 no, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so he's like, this does not look good. Sir. It's 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 not safe to take these people out of those machines. Yeah, there's, there's my new machines that take blood really really efficiently. Yeah, and 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 they feel fine, and it's like a dialysis thing. It keeps. It's not safe to take them out, and he just goes like, vroom, and like uh, like it starts locking people into the machines, <laughs> right? Uh, and people are like no I want to get out and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and anyway the police come in you yeah. know because it's modern day remember oh yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, the police come in and they've got guns yeah. and they're like get out of here and they start shooting and of course like that's that's breaking the machinery oh yeah and he's trying to save these people so he's like I've got to get all the blood out um, and uh, I think he kills kills the cops and uh, and starts just and just and, and, and then succumbs because like, their blood is everywhere this this blood is going to waste yeah so he just starts uh, eating the blood who's playing Dracula in this? because we've got Daniel Radcliffe as, as Igor yeah um, I think Dracula is going to be played by uh, Russell Crowe Russell Crowe yeah. is a good is a good cast for mm. uh, or, or um, Michael Fassbender or Michael Fassbender yeah Michael Fassbender Michael, I don't know why I keep saying his name Geordie but I love saying his he's name he's another Geordie. he's another actor who's just like oh yeah Michael Fassbender Michael, Michael Fassbender 
Yeah. The Russell Crowe, I Russell Crowe, yeah. Yes. I think he's got a, a tortured enough face. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's, Dracula uh, blood drive. Yeah, it, it, like once he kills a cop, that's when it's just sort of down. It's like blood, blood is going to waste yeah. and then just starts eating That's when cop. the torture, the torture pitchforks situation really, you yeah. know, like... And like uh, the cops just run away in terror because it's like, this is fucking weird. And now you have a, pl- a place that's too scared of Dracula yeah. to ever rise up again. Yeah. And now... The blood drives are mandatory. Yeah, you know, like, uh, it, 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 and that's where we leave it. I think, and, and it's all, it's all framed by someone from the New Yorker going to write a, <laughs> yeah, an article on Dracula. <laughs> yeah, this is the rise of Dracula, and it's just like, Dr. well, Dracula. let me tell you my tale, uh, and then it starts from the beginning, but, and then, but they that that person's typewriter always when they try to put a dot, yeah, and then a space. Deletes the space and the dot. Yeah, it's a regular malfunction yeah. that this typewriter has. Yeah, it's modern day. I don't know why it's got. A, anyway, because it's um, the New Yorker. It's the New Yorker. They still use these so typewriters. Yeah. Um, but the, that malfunction means that when he tries to type Doctacula, it turns into Dracula. Ah, right. That's that's how he's known as uh, as Dracula. Yeah. There we are. Dracula Donor Drive. Donor Drive. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, so those were all out. Features this yes. week. Those are all our film pictures. I hope you enjoyed them, and I hope if you have the power to make movies, that you get an idea from some of these. Yes, and yeah. Hopefully, make them. <laughs> not not all of them. Not Don't try, them. but start with one you like. Start with the one. And we'll you see like. how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And then pay us. Yeah. Preferably pay us before. Yeah. Because you know we we do need the money. Yeah. Um, give us the money, and then you make the movie. <laughs> But if I mean, ha- if that movie makes a lot of money, you've you've won. Yeah, you've, you you have won. Got, yeah, got one over us. That's what paying writers is. Is, is how you pay writers. Yeah, I guess. I, suppose, I guess yeah, that's, that's, that, because that's what we are. That's movie production. Writers. Writers. And speaking of, of funding writers, um, if you really like the show and you want it to keep going, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give as little as a dollar a month to get um, uh, your name read out on the show and uh, higher higher tiers, uh, even a bonus pitch every single month mm. uh, every single week I should say yeah um, uh, for each episode we make a we make a bonus pitch and only our patrons get to hear it it's usually honestly the ones that like we just feel that, that are right for our patrons yeah, yeah you know the ones that are just so life's a pitch in many ways they are the most distilled life's a pitch energy <laughs> um, but um, uh, yeah they if also... you want the most distilled version of this whatever this is <laughs> Uh, last night I released a whole new Star Wars uh, thing where we pitched a whole Star Wars story about it's like it's like a whole episode of a life's pitch yeah. it's like 40 minutes what? yeah um, when did we do this? When we I, recorded the I Star Wars not, episode. I could not remember this. Um, uh, we, 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 um, they voted for a Star Wars character that they wanted to be, uh, to be pitched, and we, we made it. Right, okay, so that was a few... I thought this was last week. No, it so was I was last like, week. did I just black out? <laughs> did I just black out and pitch a Star Wars movie? But yeah, no, we did a whole Star Wars story. It's like a, basically a whole episode of Life's a Pitch. Oh, um, wow. Uh, that's just, just for them. I, I might go listen to that. Um, I've forgotten it. <laughs> uh, and of course, don't don't forget that um, we um, read out their names every week, mm. uh, which is um, and there's this. I've, I have read ahead a little bit. Yeah. There's a bit of tragedy happened in the oh. uh, in, in 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 the world of uh, the definitely not made up people uh, oh. of our Patreon oh. uh, page. So that is Brandon Spanky Mills, 
Now we're confirmed back in the Many Toms timeline, we can continue the related plot thread. No more questions. Sit quietly like a good little clone, Tom, else there'll be unpleasantness. Jeremy L. Kayyem, Stephen D. Thomas, the secret number is 17 and you'll know when the time has come to use it. Brenda Kennedy here, my son JFK was killed by Orky Mike in a wrestling match. R.I.P. Sweet Prince. Fingers to hand. Are you sure this breakfast portal is safe? One of the wrestling men just absolutely obliterated the other. James Delaney. Sorry, I mean Plast Winister. The Davy Benzo Felix retrieval team is having some doubts. I killed JFK in the ring, and I'd do it again. <laughs> Orcs are dorks is no more. Welcome, Eldar Smeldar. By, by all that is Plast, Davy needs us. <laughs> Execute those cowardly wretches and get me a new team. Keep one though. Keep Brent Black. No problemo, Big P. I got you the second best of the second best. BP Beans, Brenda, Charlie Brambles, I have a mouth and yes I cannot breathe, eyes and yes I cannot see. Orcs are Dorks episode 4, Hengelmeister is now available at orcsardorks.podbean.com. That's a good portal team, but get Spooky Fish Boy 6 million in there too. Brent needs a deputy. There was a funny name here once, it's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Sir, we're detecting dangerous levels of wheat bisque husk through the portal. Are you sure about this? I missed the bit, this bit being in the middle. Ooh, what about the start instead? Nutrition brick should never be exposed to liquid argon. Of course I'm sure. Get in that damn portal, get me my Benzo Felix back, and bring me photos of the Spider-Man. Alex NSFW. Alright, everybody ready? It's portal time. Jump! Hark the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. I think we made it. It looks just like our universe. Ugh, that stench though. That awful, familiar stench. There's husk husks here. Lock and load. A 21 gun salute to Mr. K's memory. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. Remember the team, if we get into trouble, dash back through the portal and we'll regroup. Nobody dies on this mission, okay? Captain Eden has commandeered this podcast. And I, Matt, am joining their crew of Rowdy Buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. Bloop! Oh, snap, the portal just closed behind us. Let me call my barrister, Matt Turner. Check your email and, and the link uh, for, for a link to reset your password. If it doesn't appear within a few minutes, check your spam folder. So thank you, everyone. You appear to have killed Tom with that 21 gun salute. Oh, God, I feel like I've just been shot with comedy bullets. <laughs> so let's finish the episode with a yes, very clever award, shall we? I also like how this Patreon name... Uh, thing could be like if if the president ever visits Sheffield, you'd get a, like a, a a thing from the Secret Service like don't go to work today <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Like <laughs> stay away from town. <laughs> so we end the show as we always do with the yes, very clever award, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. Just had a bit of fun with it. So from Reese Howell, we've got my dinner with Lecter. <laughs> A villainous story indeed. A villainous story indeed. So, um, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Mm.